Are you a business owner looking for real advice and input? You're in the right place. From concept to launch to growth, funding and beyond. Welcome to Startup Hustle with your hosts. One once sold a business for $150 million. The other, the author of Million Dollar Bedroom. Here are your hosts of Startup Hustle, Matt DeCourcy and Matt Watson. And we're back. Another episode of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCorsi here with Jessica Powell, who'll be sitting in for Matt Watson today. Jessica, what's up? Hey. Now, before I talk about what we're going to talk about, I got a couple of things I got to take care of. Uh-oh. Today's episode of Startup Hustle is brought to you by Fullscale.io. We can help you build a software development team quickly and affordably. Now, I also want you to go to kccollective.org. Yes. And that's what we're going to partially talk about today. Now, Jessica is the executive director of KC Collective, and I'm going to let her explain exactly what that is, but I want part of you that's listening to wrap your arms around what we talk about today and whether you're in Kansas city or somewhere else, this is meant to be informative about all of the free stuff that might be out there and accessible to you. And Jay Powell is going to tell us more about that, right? Yes, I am. What do startups need? They need access to capital and resources. That's correct. If you stuff. can't write them a check, the least you can do is help their burn rate. So that's yeah. what we've done at KC Collective. We leveraged all of our partners and resources out there in the world and went knocking on doors and said to big corporations that want to help startups, hey, a Amazon Web Services, we have some great startups here in Kansas City. Will you help them? Well, sure. How how do you want us to help? We want you to provide free, free hosting. Stuff. So at kccollective.org, you can find that we have over $1 million in free perks that we give to our founders. So one of the things that I run into a lot when I talk to people that are raising capital is they're like, yeah, I need cash. I'm like, okay, what are you going to do with the cash? Yeah. Buy stuff. Mm-hmm. You've talked to my daughter before, right? I have. She's a very good little capitalist. She is. At yes. five, she's ready to take her. over. But yes. one of the things, if you ask her, what does every business need? She says customers. What do customers do? They buy things. Mm-hmm. Well, these companies that that KC Collective, and once again, go to kccollective.org, whether you're in town or not, and check it out because there's a lot of free stuff in there. Um, but these big businesses want customers too. This is now look, I'm not going to try to take anything away from them. They are, this is a business development play on their, on their end. Their products are oftentimes sticky. They do want to help, yes, but they also want to be in on the ground level with businesses that have potential to grow rapidly. Right. Correct. So if you use intercom, that little bot on your website, yes. And you use it for free for a year, you're probably not going to want to say no to them after that year. You're going to see the value and you're going to stick with them because you appreciated the fact that they helped you when you couldn't afford it. So we're going to throw some value on some of these things just so you can get some perspective. I use Gigabook on, or Gigabook uses Intercom. Mm -hmm. It's worth about 500 bucks a month. Correct. Because we've structured our entire support model around it, which by the way, it's an awesome product. Correct. It it does a lot of stuff to make our lives easier, to uh, improve our client retention. That said, I did not get a free year. 
Well, you should have. I know. I messed Gotta up. Gotta call me. I know. Well, this wasn't a thing I know. when I needed it to be a thing. We built it because it needed to be a thing. You know, I, I heard all of the founders here, and I presume that that's the case in every city. Right. You know, startups want support. They want mentorship. They want capital. They need a lot of help. And sometimes it's just a smarter move to instead of talk about the problem to just go solve it. Well, uh, I don't know why the term fun is in fundraising, but yeah. raising money sucks. Correct. It, it really doesn't matter who you are. It's a pain in the ass. Yes. It never happens quickly. And like I said, if you're just going to be a customer and spend that money with someone else, like sometimes the path of least resistance is finding incentives. Correct. Also worth cash. By the way, I appreciate clever entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And if, if you came to me, so full scales invested now we're up about 750 grand. We do resource investments mm-hmm. by with development credits. And you do that to a lot of our KC collective founders. So thank I you. I do. Including one of our favorites who just got into tech startups, Atlanta. Yeah. Ooh, Roy. Ooh, by the way, Ooh, you know what? We still have the technology to do something like this. Hey, why not hit the health, healthy hip hop button if I've got it? Um, we're so proud of Roy, yes. but that's an example. So Roy is a, a, a Kansas City startup founder and had been seeking resources, largely financial, which he had done a really amazing. There's maybe nobody that I know that's better at getting grants than Roy. I mean, really had... Chased down a lot of a lot of free money, but needed a, a larger pool with that um, because so healthy hip hop's a content delivery network and app for school age kids. We'll just leave it at that. Um, but it's not something that's easily understood by an investor. Yes. Now, due to my history in the music industry, I felt like I got it right away. Yep. And full scale made a resource investment. Mm-hmm. So similar. So here's the thing: is he used that resource credit to. Uh, build what he needed to build. Correct. Now, whether that's dev credit or all of the free things that something like KC Collective can, what's the difference? Correct. So Roy is actually one of our founding members yes. of KC Collective. So back in March of last year, um, Roy and seven other founders came together mm-hmm. and said, let's make it easier for the people behind us. You know, Roy had, had he struggled. You know, he, oh, yeah. Tr- trust me. What, I know. I five, know. six years before yeah. he is now in, in Techstars. And we've been, we've been, we have made our, so we've made three tiers of investment and that, and the first one was 18 months ago. So it's been a while. Yeah. And you know, if we can leverage and help the people in the collective beyond us, you know, that that's how we work. You know, we don't necessarily accept members that aren't going to help in their area of expertise. So yeah, sure. I have. Well, and another thing too, I would imagine from your organization's perspective that chasing down those relationships isn't super fruitful. Correct. Like why waste the time lining something up that no one cares about or wants? Correct. The only reason why we reach out to the perks that we do is because our founders have told us that's who we want. Yeah. So we go out and, and we secure them because we know that they need them. So I'm going to do rapid fire just because I'm at kccollective.org, which, dude, if you're in Kansas City and you're a startup founder and you haven't joined this organization yet, do it now. 
Segment, DigitalOcean, Intercom, Zendesk, Dialpad, Amazon Web Services, Shopify, Amplitude, Mixed Panel, Carta, Branch, Bench, HubSpot, Stripe, Microsoft Azure, Venture 360, CloudWaves. Now, those are all things that startups, pretty much all of them could use. Correct. And what's not listed there is that we've now secured a relationship with a health insurance um, broker. Mm. And now we can offer health insurance to founders and that's a problem team. we're solving. Correct. Yeah. Cause by the way, when you're a founder and you're trying to establish a health plan for yeah. your company of two, yep. Hard, hard. And expensive. honestly, they, and really expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, congrats on that. Thanks. I'd like to add Gigabook to the list. Great. Yeah. So we'll figure out how we'll do that. All right. I'm sure we can let some people use it. I have a process it. for that. Yeah, I'm sure. Correct. I'm gonna, what, well, let's actually talk about that. So right. if you, what if, if you're listening and you have some kind of product that you think startups would be, would, would, you know, remember this can be a sales channel too. Correct. You want these folks to eventually convert. You give someone something free up front, the barrier to entry for them to try your product is pretty low. So how do I do that? Like, how do I sign, how do I get Gigabook in? Well, first you tell me. And then I, I would go, like Gigabook to be great. part of KC Collective. And I literally go to their website and I ask for a demo. Okay. That's and, gigabook.com. And I ask for them to sell me. And then I share with them that I have access to 305 founders mm. in Kansas City that are interested in using them. Is there a startup package that you already have in place? That there's I, not. Oh, there's not. Well, great. No. Let me share with you what Amazon Web Service does. I like it. And through what we've already established through Amazon Web Service, they now have 250 clients that are paying. Sure. And the big corporations are open to it. They have conversations with me about it. You know, I'm working on Gusto right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's accounting, right? It is. Yeah. I, I really want to open up the scope of what we provide and not have it just be tech. Um, sure. I, I want it to be marketing. I would love to get Hootsuite. And- well, like Gigabook, by the way, you use it all the time. Do you I even do. know that? You use it to book podcast yep. recordings. You use it to reserve tickets in the full scale yes. suite and maybe even appointments with me. Correct. Yeah. It's useful. Yeah. Great. Let's how many, that. how many touch points do you have to go through to figure out my availability? None. None. Yeah, that's a good thing. Okay. So you mentioned that some people in Kansas city have founded this, many of which are startup hustle alumnus. That's right. Including Donnie Hawkins. Yes. Hi, Don. Hey, Don. So anyone else that we need to mention? Rachel Cohen. She was on your show. She has been in here and congratulations hey. on my bear, Jeff. I bought a lot of bears. Me too. Yeah. I think you probably bought more than me. I bought, I bought 10. Oh, you bought more than me. I bought six. Oh. I bought the like, get one, give five thing. Great. I yeah. bought the, uh, Get five, give five. Mm. I have a lot of nieces and nephews. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Um, Carlonda, has she been on here before? She's not, but I know her. McKinney, right? Yes. Yeah. And she changed her business name Yeah. Um, to Botify. And she just won with Launch KC. There you go. Um, Mark Davis of Real Quantum. I do not know Mark. Uh, Real Quantum is uh, one of our more successful startups. They've been, they're on year five. Um, they're killing it. They have a great MRR. Okay. Um, those are the active ones that I know. 
Okay. Well, that's a good start. Yeah. Um, and then you, there are some other like venture 360. Yes. Rachel's um, amazing. She's been on the show a couple of times, uh, talking to us about raising capital and yes. venture 360 is a cool platform to help you get your cap table straightened out because it's sometimes a little more convoluted than you'd like. Um, Rachel is the prime example of what I hope all of our members can be. So not only does she sit on startup boards and advise and mentor people that are not as far along as her, but she also gives back to the community and venture 360 is one of those perks. She gives yeah. two years for free to any startup. Um, that's a, part yeah, of I don't collective. know if we'll go two years, but I want, I'd like these people to be able to use gigabook for like at least a year. Good. I mean, there's so, and you talk about like the usefulness, it's just fully customizable. So our users figure out how to do it with a lot of stuff. Yep. It's like Calendly on steroids. Um, okay. So now you've been in here and you have been involved with a lot of different things locally. Uh, we, last time you were here, we were talking about bringing some people back to Casey. Yes. That went well. It did. Yeah. That went yeah. well. Congratulations. It's still going well. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I made the switch to KC Collective because instead of bringing people back, I want to do my part to ensure they don't leave. Yeah, I like that too. So so now we always like to talk about the, the great stuff too, but KC Collective's uh, still kind of new. We are, 10 um, months old. So what are some of the challenges that come with starting an organization that's this young? Uh, we are in and of ourselves a startup. Yeah. So we are trying to change mindsets here in Kansas City. Um, and it really starts with me helping to build a bridge between startups and corporations here. And it's amazing how big that gap is, by it, the way. It's, it's really yeah. sad to me. Yeah. You know, my experience has been in Chicago and in Austin, and I see how a community can thrive by having open gateways between corporations and startups. And that is why I lose sleep at night is to try to bridge that gap a little bit better here. By the way, I finally read my key points here, which were say? clearly created by you uh, wanting to talk about launching in 2020 to directly help founders and also that we should announce full scale as the largest sponsor. That's correct. <laughs> Not true yet. Um, there are some things that I do want to do with full scale though. So full scale is, uh, um, similar to your mission, um, at Casey collective, like we, we have tried to create our own version of giving back, yes. which, which is, uh, you know, selfless upfront and hopeful that, you know, maybe there's a longer story that comes with it, but, um, you know, and we've found a lot of success with, uh, joining up like launch KC, go to launchkc.org and, and, and try for, to become a part of the vertical, but we get $10,000 dev credit to all the companies that are in that. And, and that can, that's fair amount. That's great. Yeah. You know, I would love to help build up the founder scene in Kansas city a little bit stronger so that launch KC can choose startups that are actually from Kansas City. <laughs> well, they've picked a lot of them. And then some of that, uh, you know, while that is, and I see your point there, at the same time, um, you know, I think some of the hope that I have is that, so the, the companies that they have chosen that are not directly from Kansas City, as I've talked to the people there, and I get this, this is the reaction 
from a lot of people that come to Kansas City for the first time. They're like, wow, this isn't what I expected. This is a little Correct. cool. This is nicer or cooler. Or like, where's yep. the traffic? Or mm -hmm. like, uh, you know, what do you mean it's not $8 yes. million dollars for an apartment here? Yep. And, and some of that. So, and then some other things too. And you talk about, the, you know, this, uh, we're going to, we're talking about finding resources today. And um, once again, kccollective.org. But, you know, look, there's a lot of stuff out there if you start looking for it. Correct. I mean, in all markets. Correct. And uh, lots of silos here. Yeah. And you really have to, you could, it's a full-time job to be able to know where to go and what resources are valuable for you versus someone else. And so that's why I love KC Collective is because our founders will be very transparent in what has helped them and what hasn't. Yeah. And we'll ask a question on our private Facebook page that says, hey, how do I get an investment from Digital Sandbox? Right. And it will be very clear in saying that, you know, you can only have one thought per slide. And if you choose in your pitch deck to not show your financials, they will not invest in you. So like having that direct feedback on what you need to do to win is very valuable. And so the, I, the thing that I really love the most about Casey Collective is that, well, first off, it's it's by founders for founders. So yeah. that right there is, is a big deal, but, um, having, uh, having an entity that, is, that exists to create and maintain and provide a streamlined path to do yes. relationships with all these things. I mean, thank you. Thanks. Like, that's really cool. And, um, you know, like in some cases, some of these, uh, sponsors, you might be able to do that. I mean, just being open here, you might be able to find some of those incentives anyway, but the amount of time. Yes. And then the thing is, is the, the ROI on that can start to wash itself away. Cause if, when you're in startup mode, you got to try, you're trying to get moving quickly. So you're very, you, you're forced to make the decision of like, what exactly is the most valuable use of my time right now? Correct. All while I have to think about, I mean, yes, I need to meet my KPIs to ensure that we can keep our doors open. But at the same time, I cannot choose to do business with an attorney or with a bank or with a sponsor that isn't going to treat our founders right. Yeah. So that makes my job even double times hard sure. because I need to ensure that whoever I'm promoting is directly helping our founders and has their best intentions at heart. By the way, at, at full scale, that's like one of the top three things that I consider be the most important part of my job is that we don't bring clients in that Correct. are going to treat that aren't that are going to be a detriment to Correct. our ecosystem. Yes. And you say why? It's because the people that work at our company are our most valuable assets. Yep. And if we have shitty clients that run them off, and I'm sure that's the same approach Correct. here, like if any of these relationships or things that you're helping people Correct. set up or just so I'll give you an yeah, well, example. If they're, if they're a bunch of crap, then yeah. yeah. Yeah, please. One of um, our members reached out, you know, via email to me saying, I've already used all of our Amazon web service perks, you know, because you can only use it for a year, but it says that you can apply for more. And he said, you know, I want more. And I just went back and said, hey, you've never once been to any of our events. You don't give back to the other founders. You're not engaged in the social media group. So no, you know, this is a give and get type of world that we live in. Nothing is free. I mean, it's free to be in KC Collective, but in order to keep things free, you have to give back. Right. So th that 
person did not get any more Amazon Web Service credits. I mean, I think that's fair. I think that um, regardless of what it is, like <laughs> if you enter an ecosystem and your 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 sole purpose is as a taker, yes, um, you know, I mean, provide value wherever you go. Correct, and that's something that. Um, you know, one of the things is that people are like, well, what, I don't know what to do every day. I'm like, do shit that matters. Correct. Let's start there. Yep. If you do stuff that matters in life, you'll find you'll be all right in the end. Yep. And can't, ask nece questions. can't necessarily tell you why, but ask questions, will. know what matters, ask your people, ask your clients, ask your, ask the people that you do business with, you know, what moves the needle for you? How do you find an ROI? Get those answers and go out and solve those problems for people. And I promise you that when you show value to other people, they will show it to you in return. Maybe not tomorrow, maybe not next year, but in the long run, it will come back to you. So out of these perks that you, that collective members can get into, let's be more specific about them okay. if we can. Great. Um, like how long can I use intercom? Uh, like a year, right? One year. I would say that 80% of ours are one year. Okay. So, so I mean, that's why it's very, very smart. So it's like a $3,500 value at a minimum right there. Yes. Yeah. But let's talk about the web hosting. You know, right. you really need to be smart as a founder. So if you just started your business and you only have a little bit of data to host, don't use that perk yet because you only have 365 mm -hmm. days to use that perk. You know, spend the $40 out of your own pocket to pay for Amazon Web Service until you have enough data to make it meaningful and and then start your perk. Sure. Um, now, web hosting is anything a technology company. I mean, dude, anybody that has a website can utilize that. Yes. But much to your point, um, so for $15 a month, I could use Flywheel and host a, a WordPress site. Yes. That's maybe not the best use of your AWS credit. If you're, if you're eventually building a... Now, some of that stuff can get uh, can get kind of pricey depending on the level of technology you're building. Like Stackify is an example. Like they've got Correct. a lot of servers and they run a lot of horsepower. They process a billion data points a day. And th with that, you're going to pay for running those engines like that. Correct. So, yeah. Okay. So some of the qualifications for our perks are, you know, designated by those companies. For example... Uh, a lot of them will say you you can't if you have raised more than three million dollars in venture funding you won't qualify. Okay. And then they'll just go look on Pitch Deck or Pitch Book to ensure that you're not lying. Okay. All right. So DigitalOcean that's a hosting. Zendesk is support stuff. I mean that's good stuff. Um, you mentioned Dialpad earlier. Yes. Wasn't that one of the ones? What do they do? They have a voice over IP system, so a lot of companies want to be able to work from home or work from the office or yeah. have someone in California be on the same area code. So Dialpad will provide ten voice over IP lines for free forever for these startups. So Stripe's a good one. Stripe's great. Um, the first $20,000 that you would spend in merchant processing fees are completely waived. And so that, you know, if that right there, it's the, a decent value. Um, keep in mind, if you're running a software as a service platform, you need to process the payments. Yeah. Stripe pretty much plugs into everything. Azure is another version of hosting. Um, Carta, that's a cap table 
Yes. It? It's kind of like Venture 360 then. Yes. And and some of the perk providers, they'll want exclusivity. And mm. that's where I leverage them and mm. say, are you better? Are you offering something better than the other person that I'm offering? And a little old fashioned arm correct. twisting there. Yes. If there's anybody I know in town that isn't afraid to twist an arm, it could be you. Thanks. Yeah. And I'll do it with a smile on my face the whole time. Uh, by the way, if you want to see the smile on Jessica's face right now, mm-hmm. go to the At Startup Also podcast YouTube channel um, because that was a big smile. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff in there. Now, I'm curious, like how long does it typically take to establish these relationships? I have a feeling it's not super fast. Um, I actually just landed one last week. Uh, can't remember the name of it, but one of my founders reached out asking for it and, um, I booked a demo call with them and they immediately offered 65% on it. So, and then I posted on our private Facebook page, new perk alert. If you're a SaaS company, you need to take a look at this. And that gets so much buy-in from my founders. You know, when they when they see that they ask for something and, you know, 24 hours later I've provided it, the next time that I have an ask for them, they're going to say yes because I've already provided something to them to begin with. And I love the fact that you're, you know, wanting to focus so much on the perks here because that is providing a real need to our founders. But what You do is, other stuff too, though. Yeah, what's really important for me is to provide them access to more active investors. Oh, that part. Correct. Yeah. That's by the way, of all the topics that I get to engage conversation in, that's always the most frequent. It is, you know, the number we, the first survey that we had out last year in 2019 was a pain point survey. And anyone who wants access to our, um, perks, had to complete this pain point survey. That's really the only barrier to injury. You have to complete a survey and you have to agree to be collaborative. And on the pain point survey, it's really no doubt what they said. They said that they need more access to investors. They want more mentorship and they want to be able to sell to big corporations and big clients and have those relationships with corporate. So I am fortunate from my previous experience to have wonderful relationships with VCs and investors nationwide. Is and that because you're one of the founders of the fund conference? I am, yes. And I provided value to those VCs beforehand. So now when I ask them for something, they say yes. Sarah Shipley? Because you provided value once? Correct. You can maybe get some back? Wow. Correct. That's amazing so, how that works. So our friend Sarah Shipley went to Chicago a couple of weeks ago and she asked me, she said, hey, will you introduce me to your investors? And I, I kind of chuckled. I was like, well, you know, there's quite a few that I know. In Chicago, why don't you go do some due diligence and go tell me who aligns with you and would be interested in having a meeting with you? She gave me a list of six names, six people that she wanted meetings with. I reached out to them, you know, asked if they would be open to having a meeting with Sarah. All six said yes. She met with them while she was in Chicago last week. And and that's what I want to provide to our founders is, is social capital. So, so one of the things I mentioned earlier was the the whole life cycle of startups and doing things that are the value that, that have the greatest value. Um, you know, when you choose to do one thing, you're choosing to not do other things. Correct. And the hardest part with selling, raising money and a lot of different things like that are the path that you have to go through. And, and I look back at my own story. Okay. So 
I've managed to put myself in a position where it's fairly easy for me to get people to reply. Now, it took 15 years, like a long Mm -hmm. time. And it also, in my case, took a long history of not being the person that was always asking for something. Like I saved that card until I absolutely need it. And then I probably don't play it and wait even longer. Mm -hmm. But, um, and that's a different, that's a different story for every, every business, every founder, every situation, but you can spend an ungodly amount of time trying to climb that ladder and get in front of someone, the right person to hear what you're having to say. Correct. And I can only imagine that across all of KC Collective, which by the way, if you go to KC Collective founders on Instagram. Yeah. Does it have my picture on there? I'm not a founder, am I? Wait, not of the Casey Collective. No. Well, fine then. But no, that I mean, anything, anytime you can get in a situation where someone can shorten that that path, correct? Either to revenue, to investors, to any of it, like you should be paying attention, right? Correct. Um, you know, I really want to to, to make the journey. It, I can't make it easier. Dude, I can't lot, make it there's shorter. There's a lot of investment partners in here. Should I call them out? Should we give them a shout out? You can. Can you just choose, you know, local? No, because no. I don't, I'm de- my brain doesn't work right. that quickly. But right. there are a few that do stand out, like Lewis and Clark Ventures, uh, Midwest Venture Alliance, Evergy is a good one. I love Dundee Capital. Um, sure. That's, that's not Royal local. Street Ventures. Yep. Hi, Laura. Uh, Leewood Venture Capital. What's up, Brandon? Um, five elms is a good one. Uh, flyover capital. Hey, Thad, Chris from Firebrand, John Fine, like all these guys are, these are, I mean, that's, and there's a whole lot more of them in here that, um, I mean, this is a lot, it takes a while to, to make these relationships happen. Mm-hmm. Am I right? It does. Yeah. And, and the most important thing that I, I would love with, to encourage, I guess with flyover, we should say hi to Dan, Dan and Nicole. They're yeah, both amazing. Nicole. The most Nicole's going to come to the startup roundup that we're hosting. Great. Yeah. She's going to wear a cowgirl hat. She told me I better have one on or she's, she's going to be disappointed. Yeah. So, yeah. Most important thing for founders to remember when you're talking to VCs is that one, you can only have one chance to make your first impression. True. Two, they are just human beings, just like mm-hmm. us. Get to know them yeah. on a human being level. Don't pitch straight out the gate. You know, ask who they are as a person. Sure. Find some commonality. Maybe you both have kids. Maybe you both love barbecue. Whatever that is, have some normal conversation before I you, love barbecue. You go into the sale. Everyone that's met me knows that. Yes. Uh, What's your favorite barbecue here in Kansas? All of it. What's favorite though? Come on. Uh, Jack Stack. Yeah. Yeah. Jack Stack all day. It's funny. At one point at a prior company that I owned, we would always get Jack Stack. And one of my employees said, she goes, you know, there's other restaurants in Jack Stack. And I said, no. Not when you're working here. No, there's not. Mm -mm. Um, And I felt that way. Okay. So now back to that shortening that path. If you're just trying to contact venture capital firms and potential investors um, through submission forms or email, like you're one of the next hundred or thousand or whatever that come in. You have, trust me, you are likely to make a better impression face to face. Correct. And people like, all right. So these folks are experienced and they have a sense of understanding that, that you, that they can determine sometimes face to face that paper doesn't convey. Sometimes I meet people. I'm like that, this person's a winner. Mm -hmm. Like me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
but I'm being serious. I like I, you know, and when we do investments or different stuff like that, we've literally, I'm like, man, I don't know if this is for us, but I feel like this, this, so Matt, this bets lady's going to figure the, it out. Matt bets on the jockey and not necessarily on the horse right out the gate. Me? Yeah. Yeah. This one does. Yeah. The, I mean, the other what? The yeah, other Matt does uh, the other way around. No, not necessarily. Um, I mean, so I think so much of it is oftentimes, it depends on what level you're at. Correct. I mean, like a $50,000 investment, why well, that sounds like a lot, it's not. Yeah. I mean, in that, in that regard, I'm not going to beat myself up. I might ask for your stuff and I'm not going to read your 60 page plan. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm really not. There's a few things that I'll look at. I, what I want to see more is like, do you just have your shit together? Correct. I mean, that's easy. Okay. So, well, what about accelerator programs? Cause those can be a good way to, to do stuff, right? It is. So, um, it's a big list of things you guys work with here. Thank you. You know, it's really hard to navigate the startup scene, especially if you're a first time founder or not. You know, you don't know what's worth your time and what's not. And it's a full time job to raise money. That's a great point, by the way, when it comes to any of it. Like, you can waste so much time, like, from everything from like the wrong networking events to just chasing the wrong shit. Yes. I mean, you're like, next thing you know, next thing you know, you, you put, you put your head up and you're like, wow. So not only did that result in nothing, but now I I just lost sales because I I just lost time or a bunch Mm -hmm. of different stuff. It's really hard to figure out what to chase and whatnot, especially if you're not experienced with it. So that's why we created that accelerator list on our website. You can go to caseycollective.org and click on resources and you'll see that there's an accelerator list. That we and these aren't just in Kansas City, like the Los Angeles, Minneapolis, San Francisco, Indianapolis, where right. I lived, Detroit, St. Paul, Austin, St. Louis. Boo. Um, sorry, KC all the Do way. Do you know that I, I mean, these are all over. Is coming in town. Who? Uh, I T E N. It's a big yeah. St. Louis entrepreneur ecosystem. By person. the way, I I'm not. I'm just. I when <laughs> I said boo St. Louis, I didn't really mean that because I think they're doing a lot of cool stuff. They are. Like they. Uh, they helped, uh, they gave Healthy Hip Hop yes. the Arch Grant Award, which I thought was pretty cool. Do you know how Roy found out about that award? Tell me. KC Collective. What? Yep. So <laughs> He never would have known about that so if a it lot wasn't of stuff, us telling him. Oh, the Brush Creek Tech. We can't talk about that yet. Why? Because Well, we can. That's the Launch KC I thing. I know, but I don't think it's fully finalized yet. Is it, it is. Oh, they, it is? They're accepting applications. That's oh, they are accepting applications. But that's an example of that. See, if you get selected for that, that you automatically got ten grand from full scale. Yes, I so, know. So here's the thing: is some of these things like you get a dominant, you get cash and prizes. Correct. Google. I mean, and you know what? I think what's just as valuable as sometimes the the small financial reward is just getting people that will Talk tell you the it. truth and right. just be like, hey, look. You're not going to win that. Don't waste your time. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Or just even like, well, I'll give you an example. I won't name who, but um, there was there was uh, one particular founder that I had watched do certain things with product development. And I said, hey, look, this is just an observation. You do whatever you need to do. And maybe this was out of necessity and not experience. But you've had like six different companies work on this yeah, and that's just not in your best interest. Cause whether you, whether you know it or not, you half of your bandwidth because of the short-term engagement went to just figuring out how things even work. Yep. 
And then the next person got to spend half their time figuring out what the person did. And now mm-hmm. six times later with that, you've got this like Franken product. Correct. And just whether, and you know, whether it was with a company like full scale or someone else, just pick one. Yep. Stick with it. And, and why are we not having these conversations with founders at the, at the, at the front end? I got an email recently that thanked me for that advice Good. and that it had really been helpful. So yeah, but that's the whole point. It's and we like, get a hard rap for being, um, blunt. Um, no, do it. Sometimes not the standard Casey nice. Nah, I'm over that. It, us too. Like we're just trying to do business and trying to help people on the way to do better business faster. Yeah. By the way, um, I don't want to, I don't like the word blunt. I think there's a difference between blunt and direct. Correct. Like direct, like, and here's the thing. I just don't have, to, I just yeah. more efficient for yeah. me to just tell you. Yes. Um, it's funny. I, I, I will answer most people's questions, but don't get mad at me because I didn't tell you what you wanted to hear. Correct. Don't ask. I will write the truth. Right. I've had that happen. I don't like that. Okay. So then there's a final, but wait, there's more. There's more. Classes and programs. Um, One of the things I've seen you you guys, uh, the Casey Collective uh, offering is things like pitch practice. Yes. Very important. What did our moms tell us? Practice makes perfect. What? Mm-hmm. True. I like to say practice makes prepared. Sure. And so we have a, p- a peer review. Did you practice to figure that out? Then remove no, the word I perfect? It. Mm. I heard it. Um, we, we actually just had our first investor pitch practice last Saturday at PlexPod. Thank you, PlexPod, for mm-hmm. giving us that space. We had two awesome founders. One is Janae of the market base, who I believe will be on the show soon. Make sure you listen to her because she's an awesome female founder and you should know about her because she's going to blow up. Um, and so she, she pitched to a group of 35 founders. Um, I had four founders as quote unquote judges and those judges have already secured over $5 million in VC funding before. So we cared more about what their feedback was and wanted to hear them. And, you know, that peer review is so important and founders don't think about um, asking for feedback from other founders. You, you know, Janae had too many words on her slides. Yeah. Um, she thought that that was the best thing. It, it's not. And you don't know what you don't know. So that's yep. why it's so important to get around people that do know. Common presentation error. Correct. Don't please don't make me sit through your presentation where all you're doing is reading off of the presentation. Yes. Like I don't need you for that. Just like post it online and send me a link because if you're just going to read words Correct. off of a slide deck to me, first off, come on. And so, yeah. and you know that the people that do that haven't prepared, haven't. That, well, practiced. that was by the way, that was part of that was part of what I you know, was sitting there that I didn't say, but that represents a level of unpreparedness. Correct. Like you shouldn't need all those words. Like, yeah. You know, you, you, so but you don't know what you don't know. So you, you know, you know my wife, it. Jill, I do. Jill hates speaking in front of people. And really? I'm the, She's so I am personable. Well, she is when you, in the, in the situations where you see her, like yeah. in the, in this full scale suite where she knows a lot of people and she feels comfortable, but she doesn't like to be up on a stage in front of people that terrifies her. But yeah. some of the things it's, you know, I've had things and, you know, Hey, I'm speaking to 200 people later. She's like, haven't you prepared something? Now she doesn't ask anymore because yeah. she knows better, but I don't, I just write down like six words. 
Like that's my whole, I call it my set list. Mm -hmm. And I, with, if you know your material, you can look down, you see a word and you, and you, it can keep you moving through your presentation. It can keep you on track because you've practiced. Well, it's, it's sometimes it's, it's no, I think it's because you've done it before. Well, it's not practice. It's bit, it's, if you're discussing things that you have a mastery on the subject matter, you shouldn't require a word for word speech. And if you don't have a mastery over the subject of your own business, then get out. Yes. And figure it out. And where's the the passion? Because you can't show passion if you're reading. Yeah. And by the way, I'm going to not get stuck on this, but one thing when you're selling is people buy the benefits of what you're ever, it is that you're selling. They don't buy the features. So that's what you need to key on, especially when you're pitching a startup. This is why, this is why the people that use X benefit. Mm -hmm. And this is the problem that we solve. And then it doesn't hurt to also like give some idea about what your future path is. Cause if, yes. if a potential investor asks a question like, well, what's your exit plan? You're like, well, we're not really sure of that yet. Yeah. And then like, you know, investors don't want to hear about how you want to start the next lifestyle business that Correct. never has an exit that is no, going to sit there on their books for a gazillion years. They want to hear, Hey man, I've got a, a very predictable path to revenue. I've got a way to scale this. This is where we're going to need resources along the way. These are the potential things that could derail all of this. These are the things that could speed it up. Mm -hmm. When can I get your check? Correct. Ask. Yep. You have to make the ask. Ask. Okay. So, well, first off, thanks for coming in. My pleasure. Always a pleasure. Our our time is is running short here. So one of the things that, uh, and Johnny's going to take pictures of us because everyone knows that you can find these pictures at the at Startup Hustle Instagram after and only after you go to kccollective.org. Okay. So there's one, there's the last component of what you guys do. And we kind of talked about that. We've mentioned classes, but you're also hosting some different events and stuff I like am. that. Right? So I hope that you'll come because you're an angel investor. Um, oh, wait, the, we already talked. I already told you I was coming to this. You did? Yeah, maybe. On the second Thursday of every month, we're hosting a resource event. And literally we want people walking out feeling mm. as though we have helped their bottom line. We've increased. So bring my money gun. Bring the money gun. And I. Whoa. I literally just shot money all over you. There you go. Uh, so on February 13th, <laughs> it's angel investor tax credit. And then yes. in March, we're going to have an ask a developer okay. panel that I would love for you to be on. I'm not a developer. I know, but don't you know a little bit about development? I know a lot about development. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, it's funny because that on the surface would tell you that to ask a developer, um, developers are great at writing code, but not always great at having determining if it's going to be useful. Yeah. Just Maybe I should like, change the title then. No, I but think the, I, the whole well, point is, is that a lot of founders choose the wrong path. Yeah. You already spoke to it. You know, they have yes. six different developers. Like let's get well, smart here. Founders. Yeah, and then some of it too is chasing things that you don't need. It's overbuilding things. And, um, you know, like, I don't know. There's a lot of different, a lot of different things that came up. Um, so wait, no money gun to help the bottom line. Oh, we always, that would have helped. Yes. Okay. Wait, money gun. Money gun. Yeah. There we go. We have a gold money gun and a red. Last time we only had a red one, right? I know. Yes. I know. See, you're, we are evolving. Yes. We are evolving as a podcast because what every podcast needs is props. Not true. Okay. Well, once again, um, Go to kccollective.org. 
if you're in Kansas City, you need to be in this. Whether your business is fully evolved, uh, then you should be a sponsor and you should be helping in that regard. You should also join, pay some fees, help things like this out in your look. Nothing's better for your own city than for the businesses in your city to do well. Correct. We don't want any more tender founders leaving or Dropbox founders leaving or Kate Spades leaving. Or Roy Scott going to Atlanta. We need he's to keep come, him here. He's still from here. He's got to go participate in I that know, program. But let's hope that he doesn't want to stay there. It's like the hip hop capital of the South, I man. I can't fault him on well, that one. You, know, we, you can go to healthy.hiphop. Check that out. Roy, we just did an episode. By the time this comes out, you're going to have heard the healthy hip hop. That's a great, it's just a great story. Yes. Roy fired the money gun. He did. Of course he did. He did. So. That always comes with a mixtape victory, which we only have two people, so we can't play. Well, Jessica, I want to thank you for coming in. And once again, go to caseycollective.org. Um, this whole episode was about finding free startup resources. So um, keep an eye on KC Collective. Make sure to sign up for any newsletters and notifications they have. Who knows? Maybe they end up somewhere in your neck of the woods. If that's not the case and you need help now, look, you're not going to find things if you don't look for them. Um, you know, if you're, if you're prospecting for gold and you don't ever dig a hole and sift through some dirt, you're you're not going to find anything. So, um, there is an amazing amount. I don't care where you are. There are resources near you. And just because they aren't finding you doesn't mean they don't exist. You can daisy chain together all kinds of stuff, but you got to get after it when you're in the process of doing that, especially if you're talking to investors, do me a favor and look like you're in the business of doing whatever it is that you say you do. Don't give someone a business plan for your new dot com and ask them to email you at Yahoo. Yes, that's happened to me. Wow. If that guy ever sees me again, he's probably going to kill me, but it's a good point. Like be prepared. Yes. Look through all this, get feedback from people. Don't be afraid to ask. See you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Startup Hustle with Matt DeCorsi and Matt Watson. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit startuphustle.xyz. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and subscribe. And we'll catch you next time on Startup Hustle. We do it.